Good morning, everybody. It's uh, it's fair. It's May 23rd. It's 9 a.m. I wanted to do a quick podcast today because something has really began to set in my heart. And that is really this social engineering project that I believe the world that society as a whole has subscribed to. Now, I don't know if it's a bunch of billionaire elitists. I don't know if it's big governments. I'm sure it's a lot of everything. But I think what's really important to understand right now in today's era is that we are in the middle of a bunch of tiny proxy civil wars. Whether it's trans against straight, black against white, left against right, it doesn't really matter. In the United States by itself, we are in the we are being positioned to be polarized in such a way to hate one another and to fight one another. And in 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 a lot of ways it's it's more than a civil rights movement. It's it's a civil war of sorts. We can't continue to go down this riveting divide of who's right and who's wrong. What I can tell you this is more certain than ever. Global warming means nothing if we are nuclear peripherated, is that a word, by another country or by ourselves. If we continue to go down this road of, hey, I'm right and you're wrong, and nothing you say is valid, then we're going to really quickly see the deterioration of democracy and the institution of some form of fascist government. It doesn't matter if it's left-leaning or right-leaning. Like Your right to be who you are today will be illegal soon. If we're not able to come to a, a conclusion to what is the right way to live. Now, I might not necessarily get along with everybody. I don't need to. But what I need to be able to do is be able to acknowledge the fact that there are people who are different than me and deserve that right. So here here it comes down to, how are we being engineered? Well, this whole Twitter debacle with Elon Musk has me completely beside myself. Twitter, in my opinion, publicly should have to um, go beyond its standard practices and go to Washington and say, listen, we are completely overrun by other countries in these bot accounts. This fake outrage that has been instituted in the United States is social engineering at its finest. It's not like I'm going to a Walmart or like I'm going to a, to a mall and I'm getting into these heated exchanges with other Americans in these forums. Nobody's throwing blows physically. Nobody's firing weapons. But then you have instances like Sandy Hook. You have instances that happen in Buffalo and in California and in Ferguson. We can go down the list of of charges of hate crimes that have happened in this country every single year. But that are those moments are fractions of what is actually occurring right now. 
The divide itself is all manufactured. None of it's real. It's all online. You can say and you can do just about anything you want without being punished. But fair, there's got to be a divide, right? You just got done saying that like fascism is going to basically inject the entire way of life in America if we don't have that civil liberty to speak freely. And I agree. But I think that the common practice needs to be if you're not going to say it to somebody in public, you sure as hell shouldn't be saying it online. There has to be a level of transparency with who we are and how we go about communicating online. And what does that mean? That means that sock puppet accounts can't be can't be uh, quoted online. That means secondary accounts of fake people, you need to be able to be validated. That blue check mark needs to matter. Whether you're a celebrity or you're a real person. If you cannot be confirmed as being valid, that blue check mark needs to be a thing. And that's what Elon Musk has been saying. Let's be completely honest. 5% of Twitter's accounts are not bots. It's more like 20 to 25%. It may even be higher than that. And to quantify the actual company's stock price is comical because they're really only the only based on the celebrities that actually use their platform, which people like myself follow. It's like a MySpace for social media. So is Twitter really valued at $45 billion? I would say no. And even if you were to say it's 20% of the company, of your users are actually monetized, like you actually have real users, if it's only like 60 or 80%, I, I don't know how this works. But when you have these sock puppet accounts, these fake accounts that potentially could be created in Russia or China or around these other countries that want to see the United States divided, they want to see them deal in their own bath, they want them to just stay out of their business, what better way than to divide the country. This is a plan that is being positioned by people who are anti-America. In China, they completely cut off the entire world from being able to get into their forms with the big red wall. Then you have to factor that they have no constitutional liberties in China. You're not allowed to just say what you want online without being punished. So what does this mean? It's pretty clear to me what needs to happen. We need to have a balance of regulation and freedom. And that means that companies like Twitter and Facebook need to report their numbers every single year to a third-party non-profit organization that is not run by the United States or the DOJ. It's that simple. When I see in this country the kind of divide that I'm seeing, and I'm seeing people that are historically liberal and progressive, like Dave Chappelle, being just thrown onto the tarmac and waited to be landed on, it just blows my mind that this is where we are in America. That there is just no civil discourse left. 
when you've got narcissists like Leonardo DiCaprio talking about global warming, when he flies a massive private jet, and his posts grant and garner the kind of traction that they do on social media, and how, what fraction of those people actually believe what they're posting? I'm not saying there's no representation of of adverse thought. Obviously, there are going to be people that are pro-green and some people that are pro-right-leaning. But we need to be able to go onto social media and we need to have some validation that the people that we are indeed talking to are real. And if Twitter can't do that, they need to be barred from being used in the United States because their platform is far too large and has too far of a reach to not be regulated by the FCC. It's that simple. Because our democracy as a whole is under attack. It has nothing to do with democracy. Here's the thing, folks. When a company like Twitter is completely destitute and has no human capital left in it, meaning the people in it have no desire to make it better, you got a problem. When you see that billionaires like Elon Musk want to buy Twitter for the emotional position that it gives, the fairness that it could potentially provide, it's kind of terrifying that when he backs out of that deal, it signifies very much that the system as a whole is rigged, it's fixed, and you're being socially engineered to think the way you think. Listen, there are no wormholes. You go down the black hole of conspiracy TikTok and Facebook and everything else, they're going to have you believe in their lizard people. They're going to have you believe in the earth is flat and that George Soros is drowning the world in shit. And I'm going to tell you what, there are billionaires like George Soros that have a huge benefit in watching countries, companies, and people tank. He makes money off your woes. So yeah, in a way, he is a profiteer. But the fact of the matter is that we still have a long way to go as a free country. And freedom comes at an incredible price. It comes with pain. It comes with anguish. It comes with disagreements. It comes with broken and torn relationships. Families turning in families for having positions in the world is is scary. We saw this in Nazi Germany. We see this every day in China. Oh, you have COVID and you're not telling anybody? I'm going to report you. And what's going on with COVID? If it's not monkeypox, now it's COVID. If it's not COVID, it's the flu. And if it's not the flu, it's SARS. There's always some kind of thing to just hover over your head. Listen, life is great. Life is beautiful. Life is grand. But if it's my time to die, it's my time to die. Quit hovering over these plagues. There are 7 billion people on this planet. If nature, if God, whatever you want to call it, wants to put me out of my misery, then that so be will be the case. I don't need you to try to grant some kind of moment where I'm supposed to be scared. Because that's the tactic of the left and the far right, is to terrify the living shit out of you 
until you submit. That's really what it is. And if it's not you that's afraid, then it's your kids. And that's what the left and the right have been doing now. Is, oh, you're not afraid to die? Well, what about your kids? We could go into a World War III. They're trying to teach your kids about sex at the age of six. They're using these polarizing topics to stir up their base. Roe v. Wade, perfect example. The Supreme Court hasn't even, it is May 23rd. They're not supposed to make a decision on Roe v. Wade for another month. They released uh, a a form, I don't even know what you want to call it, a declaration by one of the Supreme Court justices that declared that it's murder and that it's a crime and it's heinous. And he wanted to leave it to the states to make the decisions. That's one judge of nine. And we've got protests outside the Supreme Court, which are fine. But they are now rallying at Supreme Court justices' homes. And attempting to f- inject fear into the, into the minds of our Supreme Court justices. Which, by the way, is incredibly illegal. But is anybody being charged? No. It's time to get off of this left versus right. You have to admit, whether you're left or right, that the media is far left-leaning and that they're throwing down commercial ads down your throat when, when you're watching Lester Holt, if you're watching Lester Holt, if you're over the age of 50, if you're on YouTube getting your news, it, it, no that the ads that they're forcing down your throat are socially engineered profiteered. And know that the stuff that you're watching, even beautiful Joe Rogan, there are hidden messages outside of his podcast. Oh, you're pro-right-leaning and you have a habit of watching Joe Rogan, you must be a 35-year-old white male. So this is what we're going to have you fear about. We're in the middle of a civil war of sorts. And it's being engineered and fabricated by Marxists and by the far left and by big countries. It's not just one group. It's groups. And they're winning. Because we can't determine our head from our ass as a society right now. We're too worried about Disney World and Johnny Depp and his issue with, I don't even know, Amber Heard. We're too worried about stuff like that, and I just think that we need to wake the hell up. China is on the brink of surpassing the United States just based off sheer numbers. It has nothing to do with them actually being a healthy country. But they're a country that is just massive in size. And the United States is, and our people have to unite. People in Hollywood are moving out of California. They're moving to, like, Tennessee. Katy Perry decided to move to Kentucky. Good for her. She's finally realizing how toxic it is to be around absolutists all the fucking time. Pardon my F-bomb there. It's time to wake up, folks. And if, if you're somebody that's on the far right listening to this, you need to wake up as well. Not everything is the end of the world. We have time. We have the ability to control some things. 
But there are things that are going to have to happen. One is, is that the Democrat Party over the last two years, they are not positioned well to actually make any positive leeway in this economy over the next year or two. They just, they're anti-oil, they're anti-fracking. And I'm tired of arguing with people on the left about how oil is dying. Oil has been on life support, folks, since the 1980s. This is not new news. But the one thing that is not news is that Americans still need it in abundance. We don't need it like we did. But if the left likes having their utilities, their their power on, and they like having um, their fancy little um, vegan cuisines that they get at, at, at Trader Joe's and Whole Foods, if they like the fancy ritzy shit that they buy, even the cars that they decide to buy, they still like oil and coal and carbon emitting combustion engines. They just do. Oh, I bought a Tesla. The carbon footprint of a Tesla before it even leaves the factory is still greater than that of producing a F-150 pickup truck. That's a fact. Look it up. It was on the Wall Street Journal. And I would be more than happy to defer anybody to the article. And over the course of the lifespan of a vehicle, it almost nets to zero, with the electric car barely surpassing that of an F-150 truck. It gets horrible gas mileage. Now couple that with the fact that you've got to recycle a battery, or more importantly, God forbid you wreck your Tesla... Where it would be, it would sit sidelined for months, if not a year, until it could get fixed, if not totaled. And factor putting that car on a truck to get dropped off from the from the warehouse or the port that it came from to the dealer, or from the mechanic to the dealer or to your house. By the time you factor all the other things that go into the car, its carbon footprint is significantly higher because it's still really new. Now, I'm happy that people are investing their money in this stuff. But this shit takes time. The carbon footprint that is being emitted by the United States is a fraction of what it was. China and India are emitting a much larger carbon footprint than the United States ever did during the Industrial Revolution. Nobody's talking about it. Nobody is. So how do we fix the global warming crisis? Well, you're going to need China and India to implode as, a, as an economic power, which is not going to happen. The only thing that makes the most sense is investing in carbon reduction removal, meaning engines and motors and stuff that runs on carbon itself and produces it and turns it into oxygen much like a, like a tree does. The photosynthesis-like moment where the engine can absorb the carbon dioxide, eat it, and then shit out oxygen. That's the best case scenario, is some form of way to reverse the carbon footprint that we've already emitted into the atmosphere. It's time to wake up, folks. I'm tired of the divide. I'm tired of the hate. I'm tired of the easy, low-hanging fruit. And I'm more tired of our politicians doing the exact opposite of what the right thing is. Like, I'm sorry, but like windmills, 
make no sense. They take forever to emit a net carbon zero footprint. Forever. They cost about $10 million a piece. They break frequently. They kill birds. And they run on huge 18-wheeler trucks to get to where they need to go to get assembled. Takes four years if they run nonstop for eight hours a day to get a net zero carbon footprint. After that four years, if they're still available, they barely produce a carbon footprint um, surplus. It's ridiculous. Solar panels. First generation ones are starting to break and fall apart and deteriorate. Because guess what? It's really hot in Arizona. Solar panels get the beat. They get beat up really bad by, by the sun. So does everything else. Folks, social media, the internet, it's not real. Have real conversations with people in your life. People in your life that are listening to you talk. Don't go down the foxhole of trying to defer somebody to an article you read online. Try to have your own critical thinking thoughts. Those things are the most important. I want everybody to have a great week. I want you to have a lovely week. Luka Doncic, the Dallas Mavericks, Steph Curry, and the Golden State Warriors. Let me tell you something. This is an interesting story if you're into basketball. I know not everybody is. But, um... Golden State's probably going to walk away with this series in Dallas. And you feel bad for Dallas because they really wiped up the Suns. Because the Suns folded. Dallas needs a couple big more. They need a couple more players on their team that can actually make this team well-rounded. But this may be the last real run that the Golden State Warriors as a team has. They're just far too old. So we got sports. We got the world going to shit. We've got a whole bunch of distractions. But everybody, let me tell you something. It's time to be kind to one another. Have real conversations and dialogue. And know how to unplug. Like I just said, watched basketball last night. Watch something. Just not the Pirates and the St. Louis Cardinals because they lost 18-4. to And if you are a Pirates fan, my God, how painful is that experience? I mean, I'm a Royals fan, and I don't watch it. But, I mean, the Pirates just, they they just don't care. These small market teams in baseball are just going to continue to get smaller. All right, everybody. Everybody love everybody. It's fair. 